Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sparkling page of Talmud every day. In today's page, Psachim 5, well, the rabbis have cleaning on the mind. Because it is stated, reads the Duff, and no leaven shall be seen with you, which teaches that your own leaven you may not see, but you may see leaven that belongs to others, like Gentiles and leaven consecrated to God. In light of this halacha, I might have thought that one may conceal leaven in one's home or accept deposits of leaven from a Gentile. Therefore, the verse states, shall not be found, meaning that one may not retain any type of leaven in one's house at all. This is the daf, this is the commandment, Prepare a home that is clean of even a little teeny morsel of chametz, of leavened bread. And those of us who've prepared the house properly for Passover, as the mitzvah commands, know how difficult it is. And so we are fortunate to have with us on the phone a real expert, Mayor Spivak. Welcome to the program. Thank you for inviting me here. So glad to be here. It's our pleasure Let's start by by you describing what a Pesach in the Spivak household looks like. How do you prepare for it? That's kind of a funny question. How do we prepare for it? You know, I'm one of these people who I don't believe in stressing out for longer than necessary. So I know there's a lot of anxiety that goes into cleaning for Pesach and just preparing. And I've decided that I'm not going to stress out for, you know, a month or two months before. I'm just going to stress out only for five days. <laughs> and the, the rest of it is going to kind of prep for that, you know, at the end, there's going to be a marathon, but the marathon is only going to last five days. So you might find me 10 days before Pesach, my kids will say to me, how come, um, why are you not cleaning? And I'll say, what do you mean? It's not the five days yet. So we kind of just, I get ready, I get organized before, but that whirlwind in our home happens in just five days. So Mira, you don't just have this habit of preparing Pesach in five days. You actually wrote a book, right? How to prepare for Pesach in five days. Tell us about that. Yeah, I did. You know, over the years, I've been helping women, families really prepare for Pesach because I guess naturally I'm more organized, more type A. But I realized that, again, people are just stressing out for no reason. And I feel like I have a system that could help other people. So over the years, I started giving classes on it. Last year, I actually put the class on Facebook and, you know, had almost about 3,000 views. And after that, I was really motivated because I saw that this was a topic that stressed people out. Like, what, how are they going to prepare? How are they going to work? How are they going to find the time? And we decided to uh, put it into a book. It's going to be out this year, hopefully uh, somewhere around Purim time so people can, you know, have it. Remember, you don't need so much prep in advance. It's five days. So as long as you get it close to, you know, right after course, you'll be fine. And, you know, I did it to support NCSY. All the proceeds of the book are is going to go to NCSY. So it's just a project that I'm excited about, being able to help others and help NCSY at the same time. So it's just like a win-win for me. So Mira, you're blessed with a large family a lot of kids, a lot of preparation. Do you make these five days, the, this whirlwind marathon cleaning and preparation? Are, are the kids involved at all? Oh, great question. Yeah, they're definitely involved. <laughs> you know, when I tell them, I'm like, I'm just warning everybody that I'm coming into your room. In the next two hours, I'll be in your room. And anything that's on that floor, you know, is going through the garbage. So they're definitely involved with that. But also seriousness, just with the cooking, for sure. Like each of them will decide, you know, what they want to help with. Of course, everybody's volunteering to make desserts. And nobody actually wants to make the things that are, you know, less fun. Um, but I really ask them, everyone to contribute in their own way, whether it's peeling or I, I make sure to buy a ton of peelers. So there's no excuse of like we ran out and everybody could help. We cook for a lot of people. We try to have a lot of guests. And I really believe that everybody should be involved. And so here we are now and it's Kislev or, or as some people call it, November on the cusp of December. 
and and maybe it's difficult for some of us to imagine Passover, even though, of course, as always, it's, you know, Nissan is right around the corner. And so I, I want to talk a little bit about the sort of, you know, the spiritual aspect, because the Talmud today isn't just telling us, you know, that we should clean the house uh, because we should just not see any leavened bread because, you know, it's dirty. It, there's also, of course, a spiritual element, right, of, of sort of preparing, of kind of cleansing ourselves, of getting ready. Is this work that also happens only in these five days, or is this something that you start doing kind of a long time before Pesach starts? You know, I think the spiritual work is something that we're trying to do all year round. You know, always asking ourselves, how can we uh, be a better person? You know, I'll give you an example. After Rosh Hashanah this year, I kind of took an inventory of myself, and I had noticed that I had started setting up for a lot of business podcasts, just listening and learning. And I hadn't been at the same level with my Jewish learning podcasts. And I made a commitment for myself after Rosh Hashanah that I was going to sign up for a Jewish one and a learning one, that it's not just I'm focusing on how can I get more skills to help, um, even though I'm in the nonprofit, you know, I'm doing, I'm working involved with outreach, but still, what else am I doing for my spiritual growth? So it's something that I'm trying to be focused on without, you know, a lot of times we lose sight and we just kind of get distracted about what's really important. And every so often I kind of try to refocus myself and remind myself why I'm here, why I'm in this world. But during those five days, I also constantly, as I'm cleaning, I really try to think of this idea, and uh, if you've ever heard before, how, how chametz is really a representation almost of the ego. And when we're getting rid of the chametz, we try to think about getting rid of our ego. How many times are we in a fight with someone and we know we're so upset with them, but we just can't say I'm sorry because our ego and our pride. So it's something that as I'm cleaning, I'm trying to think of just how can I get rid of my ego in certain situations? How can I apologize even if I don't understand why I'm fully wrong? You know, really trying to get that ego out. But it definitely starts from thinking about it all year, thinking about becoming a better person, about growing, again, not just our businesses, but also our religious selves. So, you know, we're, we're now on the cusp of New Year's Eve and some people like to make resolutions. And, and so I hope that some people listening will take you up on this wonderful piece of advice and start the cleaning, start getting rid of the chametz in our souls as early as right now. Mayor Spivak, thank you so much for being our guest. No problem. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.